can make a lot of money out of agriculture because Hey there, welcome to Home of Conversation. My name is Garavo and I'm known as Ms. Tornus for YouTube Streets, of course. And seated next to me is Lilitoto, who is a lover of nature. Without wasting any time, hey Lilitoto, how are you? I am doing very well, Garavo. Thank you. Thank, uh, you, thank you so much for agreeing to be here. Mm, I, I'll make time anytime. <laughs> Ooh, that's wonderful. That's great. You guys hear that. So can you please just tell us a bit about yourself? Um, yeah, okay. From the top. From the top. Okay, the name is Treasure. That's what somebody said. I okay. go by all names. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so um, a lot of people know me as Trey. I'm Trey from Trey Culture. Okay. Um, I'm a creative urban farmer. Right. And the, what that that means is I'm the new kid uh, on the block when right. it comes to agriculture. Mm. So um, that's the nice thing about being an entrepreneur this year is that uh, you can come up and just create your own title. Mm. So being an entrepreneur, I'm, I'm mainly based in you know youth agriculture, getting the youth into agriculture, um, supporting the youth in agriculture through consultation, consulting them through support, you know, and through guiding them through mm. the process of you know creating um, uh, the, you know, designing their farms. Mm. You know? Okay. Mm. So I also design farms. So right. that's one of the jobs that I do. That's where it comes. That's when we talk about the creative urban farming. Mm. Like for instance, yeah, looking at your yard, you've got a beautiful big yard. Um, if you wanted to go into agriculture, you didn't have the land, you can you start up with your, your space and you know, all of the space that you're not using around your house, we can use that and turn it into you know a, a small scale farm. I've recently also just started an academy that's mm, a okay. preschool for higher learning. That's what I like to say. Okay. A preschool for higher learning yeah, in terms of, of, of agriculture. Mm environmental science, uh, IT, we also teach them how to use digital um, 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 devices. So the academy takes three years to about 10 years for now. We are going to extend it to, you know, your grade one, do a trade two yes. school, but for now it's just a preschool. Uh, that mainly focuses, like I said, on those subjects of teaching small kids how, where food comes from, where, where, where do trees come from, the importance of trees, the importance of keeping our environment clean. So we're teaching our kids to be the custodians of our environment, yeah. you know, mm. because they need to be the ones that are going to take care of it eventually because mm. we've already done such a bad job at it, you know. So I want us to just um, now take a, take a look at agriculture mm. from uh, agriculture around here in Kuruman, mm -hmm. right? How do we, do we, do you think it's possible for us to make agriculture fashionable here in Kuruman? Or is it already fashionable? Uh, agriculture, there's a myth behind agriculture. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, there's a myth that it's for white people. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's true. First of all, you have to have um, big spaces of land mm. to start agriculture. Um, and, and there's another myth that, um, you know, it, yeah, it has to be on a big scale. That's mm. the myth, mm. basically. And yeah, that the youth are not very into it. So the only way to do it is to give it a different approach. You know? mm -hmm. um, introduce it to the kids or to the youth as something that is, you know, valuable. You know, mm -hmm. something that you can, you can, you can use it and show how people, kids can actually generate income from it. And you know, just show the cool yeah. side of it. You mm -hmm. know? And by that, it needs somebody who knows what they're doing. Somebody who can actually advocate for the youth and say, oh, by the way, there's this cool thing called mm. agriculture, yeah. you know, you can actually make millions from mm. it if you mm. do it right, yeah. uh, because that's what our kids are looking for, they're looking to make money, and mm. um, because agriculture and the history of South Africa um, is so rough, you know, kids didn't grow up into it, 
So now that the generations are here, they see it as an old type mm. of uh, you know um, industry to go into or practice to go into. So now people are waking up. The youth are waking up into it and looking it in, into Kuruman. Um, yes, the youth are picking up. Um, they're loving it, and yes. then it's just a matter of you know. Um, even more support and you know being there and you know showing that it can actually work. Mm, yeah. mm. You know, um, I think the the youth that are doing it now have to be the advocates for for agriculture and yeah. show that it can actually be cool. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Uh, because we're also not running out of work. We are running out of employ employment. So yes, there's no job. True. So mm. kids have to actually get back to it because. Mm. Ideally, agriculture is the core of survival. If yeah. you don't have food, you can't survive. Exactly. You see? Mm -hmm. So, we need to understand the basis of it and the importance of it and the longevity of it. I mean, if you look at the lockdown period, one of the only sectors that were not closed was the agricultural yeah, sector, which means it's very important. It's mm. top of the list. It's number one. Exactly. Mm. Uh, diseases and viruses can come through, but we need food. Mm. You know? So, with 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 yeah with with the changing uh, environment, we need to adapt that and say okay, at least everybody needs to have a portion mm. of you know vegetables okay. in their yard, mm. and that's how people are going to adapt to it. Oh, my neighbor's got some vegetables. Mm. Those neighbors have vegetables. You know the importance of it is that we all have to we have to sustain our own yeah. selves before we can um, require or expect. The retail stores to mm. sustain us. Mm. Yeah. But in your own words, do you think uh, agriculture is cool? I just want to just say it there. Is it cool or not? For me, it's cool. Mm. I think I've put in a, for me personally, I've had to put in a cool vibe for mm. it for myself. Otherwise, yeah. it would have been a drag, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because you can't do agriculture like it was done back mm. in the day. You have mm. to like, think about today and say, mm. okay, um, how can I make agriculture? Yeah, you can make it. Why agriculture? First of all, before we even try and make it fashionable and everything, why did you choose agriculture? Because there's so many sectors that you could have chosen, but you chose to go the agricultural way. Yeah, ideally when I started off, I wanted to be a nature conservationist, okay. uh, taking care of nature and stuff mm. like that and so forth. Um, in high school, I used to fix a lot of computers, so I was a bit of a IT guru. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> mm. So um, there was a time when I was in high school that you know, things were not as good at home. There was a bit of a rough patch. And my dad didn't have a job. My mom didn't have a job at that time. And yeah, there was like basically no food at home. Mm. And then my mom went to the backyard and she had these two, three and a tomato plants. She had a bit of a small garden. Yeah. And she went and picked green tomatoes. Mm. And she made them a buck and she made a gravy. And until today, I, can, mm. I think that was more than 15 years ago. Yeah. You know? I can still remember how amazing that pup and gravy was. Mm. Green tomato gravy, yeah. mind you. <laughs> and she made pup with that green tomatoes and then she made the gravy and I ate that and I'm like, this was actually a good meal and I was mm. happy because I understood the situation at mm. home at that time, but I was happy that I had a good meal. Yeah. And then through the years, it, it played in my mind that, you know, hunger is actually a state of mind. Yeah. You know, mm. my mother cooked and grew tomatoes in the backyard and she was able to feed us at mm. the end of the day. What if we all did that, mm. you know, mm. grow some tomatoes and actually uh, back mm. of your yard and just, you know, grow, um, I mean, feed yourself, yeah. feed ourselves. Mm. So that's why I went into agriculture. Mm. Um, it only dawned way after high school, I went to school, 
and I went to study, I went to work in the nature conservation mm. um, um, sector, I was a zookeeper at the time. Okay. And then, yeah, when I was a zookeeper, I'm like, yeah, I always wanted to be a zookeeper and take care of nature, but um, now it's something I need to do something yeah. for myself. Yeah. yeah. I've reached that dream, mm. another dream. So in uh, 2016, I resigned and I came back home, and I told myself I'm going to be a farmer. No. I'm still in the process of yeah. becoming a farmer that I want yeah. to be, but mm. Um, you know, I've, I've reached a lot, I've achieved a lot in the past four mm. years, yeah. Mm, that's interesting. So mentioning um, your mom having a, a small garden in the backyard, you just reminded me of something like, we. I know we have yeah, like our commercial farming and mm -hmm. our subsistence farming, right? I said it correct, yeah. guys. So I want you, because for, we know that as a families, of course, for now, if not, even if it's not a lot of them, but we do have those families that they do have, that, like they're into that subsistence Farming, right? So I want to know how does one transition from subsistence farming to commercial farming? Is mm -hmm. it doable? Uh, it is doable. Uh, obviously, the difference is the the, the, the space, the mm. area in which you're growing, mm -hmm. um, and what you're doing with your produce. But when we're looking at subsistence farming, we're looking at a farmer that's growing vegetables to survive, mm. you know, okay, yes. for his livelihood, mm. to you know, to make the money, to to you know, to to sell the vegetables to make money to mm. allow the family mm. household to run. You know, he makes a bit of money, you know, for food here. You know, for kids to go to school. He makes enough money to yeah. you know for survival. Yeah. And he sell, yeah, he obviously he sells. Um, the commercial farmer, on the other hand, is a farmer that needs, you know, to meet quotas and no. you know oh, and supply okay. chains. He needs to be able to package and you know. He needs to be able to deliver and distribute, and you know the the, the stuff that you see on the mm. on the shelves. Those are co come from commercial farmers mm. because they're able to meet um, quality standards. They're able to meet um, quantities. Uh, they're able to meet the time period that they have to you know mm. deliver and mm. distribute. There's always tomatoes at pick and pay or mm. whatever retail mm. the case may be. Uh, those are the commercial farmers. They have the big spaces of mm. land, and okay. they're able to you know keep up with the demand. Well, your small-scale farmer, yes, he's able to keep grow, keep growing, but if he was to sell to pick and pay or to check us, mm. whatever the case may be, he will not be able to meet that demand. Mm, okay. you know? mm. So the transition between, you know, going from a subsistence farmer to a commercial farmer, it becomes a bit hard when you're looking at um, what type of produce you're producing. Mm. For instance, if you, you have a backyard, I can mm. see that. No, this yeah. big, yes. <laughs> I'm gonna make, I'm gonna keep on referring yeah. to it. If you had to, you know, just grow spinach on it, mm. already you are making a lot of, you know, um, revenue, you're generating a lot of revenue because mm. a lot of people eat spinach. And okay. you know, you can make you can fill the shelf, you mm. know. And then when the shelf is empty, you can fill it again a few times, you know. Mm. So it's a, uh, it's just a matter of oh. how much are you able to produce within a given time, mm. you know, and how much how much how much how much impact is 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 is, is, is your production. Mm. You know, so mostly maybe you could we could say you target first um, uh, shops in your local yes, area, yeah, maybe exactly. like your, your supermarkets exactly. that are owned by your local yeah. people. Mm. Exactly. With 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 us being here, Mubataro, mm. say it it. it you start with the tap shops. You mm. know, mm. able to. You started with one tap mm. shop. Now you have five tap shops. Yeah. Now you can supply ten. You know, Ooh. and then you are you consistently. Mm. And then you're like, nah, man, I can supply all of these. You know, and then even say stock, for mm. instance. 
they can also take my spinach. Yeah. Now you see you're moving on to mm. onto a commercial. Yeah. So how uh, agriculture is limited is 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 scaled is it is your small scale farmer, which would be your subsistence farmer. Mm. You would have your um, medium scale farmer, which would be uh, in, just is producing more than the subsistence mm. farmer and mm. is able to maintain, mm. you know, production or supply to a, mm. a retail store on a regular basis. And then you have your commercial farmer who is now able to produce mm. on a national scale. Mm. So subsistence locally, uh, here maybe regionally, okay. so middle, uh, medium yeah. is regionally, and then um, your commercial farmer would be your national farmer. Yeah, your national farmer. Right. So now, by looking at Kuruman, what do you think we should mostly be planting? Um, looking at Kuruman, yo, Kuruman is, you know, you look at the at the background of our people. We're looking at things that we eat. You know, you're not going to okay. plant strawberries, and then you're going to have, you know, you're going to wait for Valentine's yeah. Day to eat the strawberries too. <laughs> But you're going to look at things that people eat on a daily yeah. basis. You know, you look at what are people buying in town, what are people okay. going after. So you're looking at your spinach, you're looking at your pumpkin, you're looking at your beetroots, you're looking at um, different types of moro. Mm. So in support of you can say we're looking at the vegetables that are there, more more mixed veg, like mixed carrots and so forth. All right. So we are looking at things that people actually eat. So if you're in Kuruman and then you want to go into farming, look at growing something that people will actually buy. Okay. And uh, like for instance, I always tell people, go for spinach. Mm. You know, it's mm. the easiest thing to grow. Is it? It's easy, okay, if you know how to grow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, if I'm mm. going to teach you, I'm going to start teaching you how to grow spinach. Mm. So try your spinach, uh, your different types of spinaches, uh, like your rape, your your kale and so forth, they are... Oh, so we even have different types yeah. of spinach? <coughs> mm. And your Swiss chard, mm. it's like your leafy types of, of, oh, um, okay. of veggies that mm. you, you got to chop up and have, um, mm. you know, cook them as you would cook your spinach. Um, yeah, and your potatoes and so forth. Those okay. are the so, meat veg. So all of so are you saying every, like, every vegetable that's there on your meat veg, mm. we can plant here? In, because I know we're of the opinion that, you know what, in Maruping, I cannot, we can't have maybe our soil, I don't know, our soil, based on our soil, maybe we can't um, plant carrots, maybe, yeah, if I was in Tineng, I could, but... You can plant anything that you want. It, Anything you can plant anything that you want anywhere you want. It's just that you have to create a, that environment. Mm. You, know? you have to prepare the soil really for, for 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 potatoes. You have to prepare the soil differently for carrots. Mm. You have to prepare the soil mm. differently for spinach. Mm. You know, so you have to just know how to turn your soil. You need to know how to you know how to how to grow. Mm. You know, there's a process. It's an easy process. Mm. You just put a seed in the soil. You water it. You know? Okay, mm. but. Taking care of the soil and preparing the soil, I think that is the tricky part mm. of it. Of how they, um, prep the soil so that you can grow whatever mm. you want. So that's why they need to call you. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's why they need to consult that's, with you. That's right? So I just now to look into, say we, we, we want to say I want to plant now a carrot, carrots, right? So which type of soil is needed and how do I maybe prepare the soil? Or what goes into, like what kind of soil is required? Okay. So basically, you, you're always looking at soil that is very loamy. It's not clay. Clay is the one that's like very oh, muddy okay. and keeps a lot of water. Mm. And soil is this red soil, mm. top soil that we mm. have, which it doesn't keep water. You can water it and after five minutes, it's like almost dry. Mm. You know, that, that, that's sandy soil. Mm. Um, so you're looking for something in between, something that's a bit muddy, 
something that's a bit dark and very, you know, uh, keeps a lot of water. Yeah. So you're looking at a loamy soil, that's what you're always looking for. Okay. And then you always make sure that, you know, if you're going to grow carrots, you know carrots grow up to about yes. 15 centimeters, mm. you know, know. Now like I know. up to 15 centimeters. You can okay. get small carrots, mm. but you can get you yeah. know, big carrots. So you always have to make sure that your soil is about 20 centimeters, mm. it's it's prepped like it's dug it over oh, and it's okay. soft and mm. it's easier for that carrot to grow mm. 15 centimeters mm. to 20 centimeters. Oh, okay, so you have yeah. to prepare the soil yeah, also exactly. for that. Okay. You don't want to just like prepare just the top five centimeters because this part is going to be a crust mm. and that carrot is not going to be able to grow. What mm. it's going to do, it's going to be turned. It's like, okay, oh, can't penetrate okay. into the soil. Mm. So that's why you find sometimes your carrots are like misshaped mm. because the soil is not deep enough for it to grow. Mm. So ideally, you're creating a bed for it. Okay, that would make sense. Exactly. Mm. So yes, that's how you prepare your soil according to what you what you are, are planning to grow. Mm. And yes, ideally you need somebody to assist you if you mm. don't know what you're doing. Mm. I must call you. That's called Honestly. <laughs> exactly. I want you to mention what is true about the agricultural sector. Just three things that everybody should know about farming. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Um anybody can farm. Okay. Anybody has the ability to farm because people believe that you have to have green fingers to be able to. Have you ever seen anybody with green fingers? These <laughs> the green is this the color green? Nah. Mm. But they grow vegetables. They can farm. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Um, so firstly, people can. Anybody can farm. Um, it's actually very cool. Going back to, mm. it's, a, it's a very yeah. cool industry. It's very relaxing. Um, it has. It, ups and downs and the downs okay. are very mm. you know detrimental like for instance the rains that we've been having mm. so a lot of farmers are having uh, problems and yeah you can make a lot of money out of it okay. there's a lot of money to be made in farming you just need to have a system that works you need to be very smart about what you're doing and when you have your system that works and you have your supply chain and distribution chain um, you are able to make a, a good living out of farming mm. The Northern Cape. I'm not sure if it's Northern Cape only, but okay, let's let me talk about Northern Cape because I'm here, <laughs> right? So we have been experiencing rain since January. I remember very well since the beginning of January, we have been experiencing rain, and I love to be at some point we we're happy for a, oh, finally it's raining, mm. but it got to a point where we were like, no, it's raining too much mm. now. And what can you were there effects uh, of that rain in farming? What are the effects? Okay, what are the effects of that rain in farming? Okay, um, I'm going to take you a few years back to around mm. about my 2012. Okay. Um, I don't know if you remember that period where there was no rain. Yes. And then um, farmers in the eastern, in the Free State and the Western Cape had no water. Mm. People were donating like the bottles of water sure. and, mm. and shipped it. That was the drought period yes. of, our, uh, of, of, of our cycle. Um, now the rains seem to be coming back. Remember, in the drought period, there's a problem. Mm. That you don't have water to yeah. plant, so you're not going to be able to meet the standards yeah, or the, the demand. Mm. Um, so that was a problem. Now we're getting rain, but we're getting too much rain. Okay. So too much rain, what it does, it destroys crops. You know, so mm. with the rains that we've been having, it's too much. It's also because of the hurricane that was happening, mm. hurricane mm. and the reason if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Mm. And, you know, because of the too much rain, it destroyed a lot of farms, um, a lot of crops. Um, I mean, in, 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 in you say you're talking about the Northern Cape, in Appington over here, um, 
follow the, some of the, the, the vineyards had, like mm. up to the next. I mean, so that means, I mean, it's like two meters, a meter from the ground, mm. and the water is up to, you know, yeah. yeah. So that means that those grapes are going to go bad, you know. The crops, the maize is going to, you know, maize farms are also destroyed in some areas. Small farmers have lost their, their cattle and livestock, sure. whether it's chickens and stuff mm. like that, uh, mainly the crops. So now what's happening is it's also now going to have a very detrimental effect on us because now there's not going to be enough food into you know the distribution system, mm. but now the demand is going to be and we're all hungry. So now the prices of food are, food is going to go up, yeah. and that's mm. already happening mm. because we didn't we didn't harvest as much as mm. we did last year because mainly the rains spoiled everything. Not rain, but not too much of it. We just want yeah. a balance, mm. maybe average. Exactly, like too much of everything is not good. Not. Okay, so now before we let you go, I want you to say anything to somebody watching here. The person might not even, like to, to this young person that's watching this video, of course, what can you say to them? Um, hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to tell them from here. Yeah, I, I would like to just say from my point of view, especially, okay. you know, I would yes. like to motivate um, our youth to go into, into, into agriculture. Um, it's, it's not an easy industry to go into, but as soon as you know the ropes and you know how to get across and you know how to do certain things, it becomes easier. But, you know, agriculture is something that you have to do yearly and learn mm. and learn mm. and learn. So the more you do it, is the better you get at it. Okay. So, yes, um, agriculture, the face of agriculture is changing. Um, um, with the whole global change, uh, global warming mm. and uh, revolution, um, uh, what's it called, industrial revolution going mm. on, um, food is going to be at the at the height of everything. Sure. It's going mm. to be more expensive mm. than, 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 or more important than petrol, mm. you know, gold and so forth, because people need to eat. You can't eat gold. Exactly. There's yes. no way. You can I be very wealthy food. having mm. a bar of gold, but you can't eat it. So if you are going to go into um, an industry, and uh, you don't know what to do, go into um, agriculture, uh, it, it, it's going to be a booming market. It, it's never going to die. As long as there's people in this planet, that people are going to demand food, you know. So, yes, it, it, it's, there's great opportunities in there. It's changing. Um, agriculture has now broadened into um, agricultural engineering, um, agricultural yeah. consulting, yeah. There's agricultural financing. So we can take all of these other industries, actually put them back into agriculture. Like now, um, um, intelligence, um, Artificial intelligence yes. and IT is becoming also now mm. a key factor mm. in, 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 in agriculture. So yes, you can do IT, and, but you can still you know, specialize in you know, mm. the agricultural field. Mm. You know? So it, it, it's big. It's becoming a big uh, uh, industry that is actually allowing so many opportunities. You just need to be able to know where to find it. Or if you can't find it, you get to create just uh, an opportunity for yourself. Mm. Like I did. I saw that there's a lot of youth here. Uh, they need to know how to grow. Mm. So I learned that first, how to grow vegetables, how to do all of these techniques mm. before I could teach it. You know? Yeah, so now you're able to transfer yeah. the knowledge to somebody else. Exactly. Okay? Share the knowledge, yeah. not transfer, <laughs> share. Yeah, share the knowledge with somebody yeah, exactly. else. But mm. yeah, the opportunities, like I said, there mm. are going to be many, many more opportunities in the agricultural mm. sector. Yeah. Mm. Thank you so much for agreeing to do the video. Thank you so much for coming through. I honestly think there's nothing 
fascinating from now for going forward for me there will be nothing more fascinating like eating food that i planted yeah. imagine eating stuff that i planted yeah, in my own garden it's the most rewarding feeling yeah. ever hey like sometimes i feel oh. it, i'm like oh this tomato is much better than the one I cooked yeah just because <laughs> i planted it and you know it it, it tastes much better mm. it's more organic exactly so, forth, yeah. Mm. so yeah it's, it's been great being on the show yeah um it's it's lovely to you know have a bit of limelight. <laughs> yes. Um it's it's nice to be able to have this platform so that I can you know my work can reach more youth, mm, you know, mm. reach more people so that they can understand because agriculture is a very complex um, um industry that is not actually tapped into by our people, you know. Mm. So um it, this is this is actually a very great platform. Thank, thank you very you, much for you. having me. Mm, thank you. It's only a pleasure. And from us we say goodbye. See you next time.